the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Wednesday, you got over the hump. You know, if it's after 6 p.m., I'm thinking a majority of people who are listening are uh, are done with work on a Wednesday. This is Arthur Idala on the Arthur Idala Power Hour. We have a great guest live here in my office, Christine Nicholas. She is the CEO of Nicholas and Lentz Communication. She is the chairperson of the Broadway Association. She's going to talk to us about what's going on in Broadway and the Broadway area, as well as... Uh, congestion pricing because she is testifying on Friday on behalf of the Broadway Association to the MTA. And, uh, this is a, a, an issue that affects so many of us and so many people have opinions on it. And there's so many intricate, uh, intricate kind of details. Uh, and one of the questions I'm going to ask you is like my in-laws who live, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law who live, you know, and Josh and Mike and Ely live right here in, in Midtown. So if they pull their car out of the garage and they have to drive four blocks to, like, pick up something heavy from Home Depot, they're going to get hit with 15 bucks just to go four blocks to come back again? I don't know. That sounds like a little rough. Um, people with disabilities, they, you know, they have they can't come out in and out on a um, on mass transit. Um, that's... The exemptions, that's going to be the whole thing. But we'll talk to Christine Nicholas about that in a little while. Um, real quick, as a former, as a, as a, the president of the Friars Club, or what used to be the Friars Club, um, we lost a really great friar, a guy who spent a lot of time in the Friars Club, Richard Lewis. Um, lately, uh, over the last decade, he's been on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, but, uh, you know, he's been around forever and, um, he was, he was an active friar. He was a guy who we counted on to help us back in the day, uh, you know, to come to events and raise money. He was 76 years old. He wasn't a puppy, but I think, uh, his death is pretty, uh, pretty sudden and, um, really has, uh, Shaking the the entertainment world because no one I saw, saw that coming. Oh, Joan Pelzer, I forgot to introduce you. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm so sorry, Joni Copeland. I'll make sure I get to you when when Christine Nicholas walks in. And absolutely, you know, you can, okay. um, it's what's so sad about this. He suffered a heart attack. Just hit the boards. Yeah, as Angel Murray said, one he had the kerberk. Oh. Well, I will tell you. I mean, not to make this all about Lots me. AAA, all about Arthur. But when I went to that. Um, 
what's it called, Princeton Longevity Center, yes, and they looked at all my exam. Yes, and they looked at all my insides. They said there's nothing clogging me up right now. Thank so God, knock that, on wood. Yeah, that should yeah. So that's something that's very important. That's what I don't get. We're going to talk about the law of the day in a second, but that's what I don't get about. Um, these people who go on these diets and they're just eating steak all the time. Steak, 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 steak. I'm yeah, like, that's got to clog your arteries. Yeah, you would think, right? You think, yeah. But like someone who works here, they, their, their husband, for the last, I don't know, two months, all he eats every night is steak and broccoli. That can And he has like salad, right? but he lost like 40 pounds. He lost weight, but is he healthy? Oh, that's see. Losing that's why you have Joan Pelzer. Health is different. That's why you steak have steak is not necessarily show. the healthiest thing. Maybe the broccoli and the salad curbs it, or inter- I don't know. I don't know. I saw something about the Supreme Court agreeing to um, take on something, uh, something to do with Trump's the immunity Supreme Court claim. Is taking on something? It, yeah, regarding Trump. I'm sorry. I, yes, I should. <laughs> the I Supreme should be, Court is taking something yes, on they've, Trump they've, immunity claim, further delaying election subversion trial. Okay, keep read that. Read that. I will read it to you. This is uh, from CNN. The Supreme Court agreed on Wednesday to decide whether Donald Trump may claim immunity in special counsel Jack Smith's election subversion case, adding another explosive appeal from the former president into its docket and further delaying his federal trial okay there you go um listen delay 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 is the name of the game usually when you're a defense attorney and joe hines the brooklyn da told us that when we were um young prosecutors um he said every day that goes by from arrest towards heading towards a trial is a good day for the defense and a bad day for the prosecutor he said very rarely does your evidence get better um, it usually gets worse. Now, that's not always true. I've used painting, painting with broad brushes there. But um, as you guys know who listen, we represent Rudy Giuliani. And I was just inside talking to Judge Dave Lewis, who's really going to be the, the lead on that, with uh, with John Esposito, who just walked in the room. Guy comes in, John Esposito, he steals my nuts. You stole my nuts, John! I, I ordered walnuts. He stole my nuts. He, he always strolls in. Anyway, he literally stole, stole, stole my my walnuts um but this whole fanny lewis thing about whether um you know her and the special prosecutor she appointed um you know look Ruth Giuliani will be 80 in may um trump wants to get elected in november that's the the case that has the, the biggest guillotine hanging over both of their heads because there's a mandatory minimum if they get convicted Meaning the judge has to send them to jail for five years. He has no discretion. Um, that's the minimum. It could be more than that. Um, and you're talking about two guys who are pushing 80 years old. I mean, Rudy literally pushing 80 years old. That case is so important. But if this judge rules that I think Fannie Willis's behavior, you know, the, the expression, the cover up is worse than the crime, both what she did and how she acted with the special prosecutor and then how she kind of came in my courtroom and lied, I'm disqualifying her and her whole office from the case. He could then go to another he could then go to another jurisdiction, the judge, a neighboring jurisdiction, and, and assign that prosecutor. So it doesn't mean the case disappears, but that prosecutor then uh, would be assigned the case. And, of course, that prosecutor's going to need, what, at least six months, nine months to figure this 19 defendants. I mean, you don't just, you know, although maybe I think two or three already pled out. So maybe there's 16 defendants left. Um, you know, 
that's what I'm, I'm, I have no problem telling you this on the air. Like, that's who we're rooting for. Like, let her get disqualified. Let this thing go down the road. And the longer it goes, the better it is. Um, I am seeing now that the Wall Street Journal is reporting the Supreme Court to say if Donald Trump must stand trial in 2020 election conspiracy case, lower courts have rejected the claim of immunity for seeking to subvert Biden's election. I'm just curious uh, if it doesn't really say when they're going to hear it or how they're going to hear it and how much this is going to delay, I don't see anything saying it's going to hear it on an expedited basis. And if it doesn't hear it on an expedited basis, they may not come down with a decision until uh, the end of term, which is the last week typically of June. Um, and then I cannot see a trial judge you know, restarting this thing up when a president... And when a person who is running for president of the United States, who may at that point be leading in the polls, who will be the Republican nominee, or will have a Republican convention, and will have to go. I mean, I just don't see the country saying, okay, yeah, let, let's take this guy out of the running for president of the United States to stand trial on this special prosecutor's case. We are in such, like, uncharted waters and I am someone who lives in the courthouse. I am someone who lives through this on a day in and day out. This is how I earn a living. This is how I deal with my clients. We are just in such uncharted waters. And people ask me, like, what do you think? I'm like, what do I know? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I know how things usually play out. We are so beyond usual. We are in the total realm of unusual here. So we shall see. Trump's involved in, in uh is in the game now on the Washington case, going to the Supreme Court. He's in the game with with Willis, the the Fannie Willis, the prosecutor in Georgia. It looks like the the case that's the weakest and maybe the silliest is this Manhattan DA's office case. That's supposed to start jury selection in at the end of March. So I mean, and then do you want to talk about disrupting my life? You know, it's like if Trump is down there for two weeks. Oh my goodness gracious! If we have to go, if I have to go to court there. They're going to be strip searched to get into the courthouse. It's going to be insane in the membrane. All right. We are going to come back with uh, Christine Nicholas. She's going to talk to us about the state of affairs of Broadway and congestion pricing. It's something that affects all of us. We have Joan Pelzi here. We have Alex Garrett here. This is Arthur Idala on the Power Hour on a Wednesday evening. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend Rob Sabah and his family. The Sabah family has owned and operated Honda for over 60 years. 60 years serving the five boroughs. I've gotten cars there. My whole family has. My mother, my father, my sister, my brother, and my grandfather. Everyone knows to go to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family makes you feel like you're part of their family. To kick off spring, Bay Ridge Honda is offering $0 deals all month long. That's right, zero down deals. On top of that, April. APR rates as low as 1.9%. You can't find that anywhere else. No payments until summer of 2024. 90 days of no payments. Best prices around. They will offer you top dollar for your trade-in. You name it, they have it. Brand new Hondas like the all-new Civic, HRV, CRV, the Honda Accord, and the Honda Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Serving the five boroughs of New York, every new vehicle comes with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all of your service maintenance needs. Visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. 
Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend, Rob Sabah. The Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years serves all five boroughs. I've gotten cars there. My friends have gotten cars there. My whole family has gotten cars there because everyone goes to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. This month, they have special deals. President's Day weekend, they're offering $1 down deals. Drive a brand new Honda home for just $1 down or a $1 oil change. The choice is yours. The brand new Hondas like the all new Honda Civic, Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, the Honda Accord and the Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Low finance rates are available with no payments until spring of 2024. 90 days with no payments. Bay Ridge Honda has the best prices around. Top dollar for your trade-in. Serving the five boroughs of New York. New vehicles come with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all your service needs. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn or online at BayRidgeHonda.com Gregory Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. Our very special guest is Congresswoman Nidia Velasquez, was the first Puerto Rican woman elected to the Congress in 1992. Is there anything else the U.S. government can do to assist the people of Puerto Rico? Yes, the problem is that even when some public policies were enacted to help promote economic activity in Puerto Rico, the same way that Congress provided those incentives, the same way they took them away without providing anything else. And then the treatment that Puerto Rico gets. These are American citizens. They go to war, they die for our country, they fight for our freedoms, so the U.S. government has a responsibility. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a new time, Saturday afternoon at 2.30 and again at 9 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 718- 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors and Sullivan today 718-238-6500 that's 718-238-6500 and trust me folks, after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa, tune in, iHeart or odyssey.com all right, on a, a Wednesday evening, welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. This is Arthur Idala, and to bring us into segment two, um, I am going to call on our next guest to tell me uh, what song is playing. Christine Nicholas, what song are we listening to? <laughs> of course, we're listening to "Truckin' by the Grateful Dead," uh, one of my favorites. The like the song or the band? Both. I still, you know, I'm still going to Dead and Co. Uh, shows. Yep, I am How a closet dead. There, it's not the same without Jerry, of course, or with Phil. But um, you know, I went to see Bobby Weir up at the Capitol, and Phil Lesh is coming in next month in March. Yep, so I'm one of those folks. <laughs> are, are you? Do you have like a Grateful Dead sticker on on your automobile? Or? I don't. 
No, I'm not a big sticker on the back of a Cadillac well, kind uh, of. Uh, okay, all right. How about this? Did you ever have a? <laughs> yes, I did have a dancing bear. <laughs> now, wait, well, hold on, wait, hold on. Did you say a dead a sticker on a Cadillac? Yeah. You know what song that's? Of course was? I do. Oh, well, tell a the dead listener. sticker on a Cadillac. You it's know, from Don, e- Hedley. Right, yeah, from Don Hedley. Right, from the Eagles, which of course he's been in the news quite a bit, or so as the. Um, okay, so for those of you who do not recognize her voice, but you should, because she's all over the radio or TV. <laughs> she's been a part of New York for. Uh, um, quite time. some time. Yeah, I'll just I'll leave it at that. Christine Nicholas is the CEO uh, with George Lentz of Nicholas and Lentz Communications, which started in 2007. And even though she looks much, much younger, uh, she has been a part of the fabric of New York way, way before that. Um, and this is how important she is, and I say this with all sincerity. She's testifying before the city council. Uh, before the MTA. For the MTA. Before the MTA MTA. on Friday. And go ahead, Christine, tell us. Well, for everybody's favorite topic, congestion pricing, right? This is something that's talked about, cursed about, but then nobody seems to talk about it openly, publicly. They don't write about it because they all think it's a done deal. But as the chairman of the Broadway Association, which is a 113-year-old business association, so this predates a lot of chambers, a lot of bids. We were started... Back in the day, because the subways were being built, and in the Times Square area, people were falling into ditches. So they had okay, so whoever Arthur Idala was back then, they would call them and say, well, I'm going to sue the city. I was going to say, I said she's been around. No, I haven't been around that long, well, she folks. Hasn't been around that long. <laughs> no, I've been around since uh, 1993 when Rudy Giuliani was running for for mayor, but I was the youngest press secretary, the campaign press secretary, and the youngest press secretary at the time in City Hall. So I started as a child. There we go. There <laughs> we so go. As a little, little, little girl. <laughs> so um, just tell us what that experience is going to be like. And you, you made a comment that piqued my interest. Um, is this not a done deal? I thought this is like a done deal. I, I thought this is happening. Well, this is supposedly the listening period, right? This is when the MTA is supposed to hear people and the public comment period. So you have, if folks are interested, you can testify on Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday of this week and next. And what that means is you've got two minutes to make your case, right? So, and I'm going to make the case that... Is it literally two minutes? It's basically two minutes or you can submit your testimony. So I had the good fortune, though, because Jana Lieber is someone I respect, somebody I have known for years. I knew him from our days during the 9-11 aftermath uh, when he was running the World Trade Center, and he did a terrific job of getting people organized. So I have a lot of respect for Jana Lieber. It's simply put, this is not the right time for congestion pricing. When this was debated, this was a different New York City. The economy was thriving. The economy now is not thriving. I know that, you know, I went to this Crane's Breakfast the other day, and our good friend Kathy Wilde and, and Rob Spire were talking about how great New York City is and how well it's doing. And people were looking around going, are they in the same city that we're in? Because, you know, it might be good on paper where Moody's just, you know, up, graded the rating and that's all great but i think for those of us that ride the subways daily you're walking over people you're avoiding people who have their hands down their pants or they're defecating and i mean i am not exaggerating this is and and i grew up in this city oh yeah and i I ride the subway i you know i'm not going to disagree with you but i just keep saying this it's a it's a bigger problem than new york city 
Yes, I agree. It's but I'm only I mean, talking my, about New York. I, my buddy came in from Los Angeles. He go. Mm -hmm. He was here for like a week. He goes. Yeah. You think you guys have problems here? Mm -hmm. He's like, are you kidding me? Come to L.A. It's insane what's going on well, out there. So I'm, all I'm saying is it's a, it's a big, it's a national problem. But, Arthur, it has been a national problem well before New York and before COVID happened. Because I have a, a couple of clients out in San Francisco. And it was shantytown there. You know, and it still is. It's, unfortunately, New York, because of, you know, whether it's the change in leadership, and I give a lot of credit to Mayor Adams. I'm a big fan of Mayor Adams. I think he's doing the best job that he can with a progressive city council, a legislature upstate that really is not rooting for him. He's doing the best he can. But I think the rest of the country, you know, it's like defining deviancy down. We have now stooped to the level of the rest of the country. Thank goodness New York has not. We don't have the shanty towns. We don't have the tents because there are laws on the books that prohibit that because people, previous mayors and pretty previous city councils put laws on the books that refuse to allow people to erect tents on the sidewalks. Uh, progressives are trying to change all that. They think people can sleep wherever they want. There was a bill that is being introduced today by the city council that says that police officers cannot engage at all with homeless individuals who are migrants. So let's say a migrant's getting attacked. A cop can't engage with them. That's, I mean, I mean, it's just insane. The what, city, the city council <laughs> is just, it's when you, uh, since you mentioned you're, you're a major part of the Giuliani administration, one of the reasons of your success in the in that that administration had to do with Peter Vallone oh, and the New 100%, York City Council. Yeah, I mean, look, or fifty percent, however you want to look at it. Right. But and also, I got to give credit to Mayor Dinkins, who I got along great with. I was a bit of a go between, you know, because the administrations did not get along. But he did get safe streets, safe, safe cities passed. Okay, so he may not have benefited from, uh, you know, the thirty eight thousand three hundred. 310 police officers that were mandated to be on patrol. But we saw the crime rates reduce quickly, you know, with Bill Bratton in office. And I don't think Bill Bratton would have been nearly as successful without the number of police officers that he had on patrol. So what do you think, Christine? You've been around so long. We're talking to Christine Nicholas. She was, she's been in city government and now represents the Broadway Association. Like what's changed? I mean, what, like what? Like I, I will. I can tell you one thing that I, yeah, I will tell, tell you me. has changed. I'll tell you one thing that's okay. changed. A law was passed, um, and I think it had to do with like anti-corruption, where that if you were a member of the city council, mm -hmm. you are no longer allowed to have any outside income. When you were in the Julian administration, that was not the case. So a majority of the city council members were lawyers, were accountants were business people, and they were pretty astute people who had executive functioning skills. They were running businesses. They were running law firms. Well, th that went out the window when you said, okay, you're going to raise a family of four in New York on $140,000. The, the caliber of people who are able to be involved in the city council diminished significantly. And uh, along with it came that the, the progressive piece of it, and there's no one in there. Well, I shouldn't well, say yeah, there's no term one. Term limits as well. That went through. Yes, which but people you know, but, are debating about that. But even when under Bloomberg, when you had the likes of Dominic Reckier in there mm -hmm. and Lou Fidler, you had some some very smart people in there who had common sense. Again, they're lawyers, they're business people, they were doctors, they were doctors right. who were city council members, teachers, You're, right? I think right. you had a couple of you, teachers. You don't find that's right. that doesn't exist anymore. Right. And I just think the caliber of people that Eric Adams and his administration have to deal with is. 
is very different than the caliber of people that you and Mayor Giuliani had to deal with. Well, I think it's also the ideology. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter what you do for a living, but if you have the ideology... Well, that, sometimes they, they, you know, they, they, enter, they, they mirror, right? They mirror, yeah, what, <laughs> what you do for a living a lot, right. lot of times. Because, and you know, those people who are in the city council now voting on, uh, you know, cops should interact with the homeless people who are migrants... They're the same people who are riding the subways. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what they're thinking. Like, in other words, they're not, they're not even helping themselves. I, I, as you said, it's, it's this ideological, right. I, I don't know, dream. And, but I don't even know what the dream is. I, I'm, I'm perplexed by it myself because we, we see the same city and we see people suffering. And we look at people who are suffering, I think, with the same compassion. But how do you help that person? You know, do you just... Uh, continue to allow them to sleep on the street. To me, that is not compassionate. Right, right. According to this bill, if a police, if, if it went through this city council right. bill, that you, if a police officer sees someone freezing, right. luckily we had a pretty mild winter. But mm-hmm. let's just say we didn't. And you know, winter's not over, right? right? You it, never know. It's, it's twenty degrees. Mm-hmm. Someone freezing. According to Adrian Adams' bill in the city council, she, the cops not supposed to. Help the person and say, "Listen, I'm, I'm taking you to shelter." Uh, you know, in any way that they could be suffering, or if they were accused, if somebody says, "This guy just, you know, stole my, my pocketbook, you know, took took my cell phone, took my pocketbook," he's you know riding on the sub on the sidewalk, right? We see this every day, and a cop is now, you know, well, it, it hasn't gone through yet. This is just a proposal. I, I get it, but the, but the fact that it's even a proposal is I know. a little scary. I don't understand the thinking. So here's what I, here's what I, I want to do. Other than they think cops, here's the ideolo- ideological difference. They think cops are bad. They think cops are corrupt. They think they're evil. We on the other side know that cops are hardworking, that they're there to protect us. And New York City is a better place because we have police officers that are there for law and order. And they prevent crime just by being seen. Okay, so that's a huge difference of opinion. You, <laughs> so. you, you know that when you and I are on the subway and you see a police officer on a platform... I feel safer. 100%. And I bet everybody else does too, of except course. maybe the person who is... Trying to do something bad. Well, they don't, they don't feel <laughs> okay. safe, but yeah, they're like, oh, no, I can't they're get bumped. this done. All right, so I would like to take a little break at the yes. bottom of the hour here and come back and actually talk, go back to the, to congestion, the congestion pricing, pricing. because yes. it is something that affects many, many people. I mean, millions of people, uh, myself included. Um, oh, he's giving you a little bit more uh, a little Grateful Dead. Okay, oh, a little touchy nice. gray. All right, very nice, Alex. All right, folks, it's the bottom of the hour. It's Arthur Idala, and we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Christine Nicholas. We're going to talk about congestion pricing and the way it affects all of us here in the city of New York. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Wellness Wednesday with your favorite Fox News medical all-stars and other experts on how to keep you well. That's tonight at 7 on AM 970, The Answer. Make sure to tune in this and every Saturday at noon to hear the lead guy, Nick DeMauro, Executive Director and CEO of LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, speak with experts, educators, and law enforcement about important issues affecting you and your children. Catch the new show, Battling Drugs and Violence, with the lead guy on AM 970 The Answer for topical information and insights from experts waging the battle against drugs and violence in your community. 
Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Fastec Industries helps with all of your construction, demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts, or construction and demolition debris. Fastec specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs, every corner of New Jersey, and now serving Westchester County. Fastec is the number one supplier of recycled products, the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials, and the number one provider of roll-off containers. Call Fastec today. Ask for Joe C. at 718-494-1600. That's 718-494-1600. Mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to F-A-Z-T-E-C. IND.com for more information. Fastec Industries is now serving Westchester County. Fastec Industries is a DeFazio company. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback Ready Mix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island. Providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey, the Diamondback Ready Mix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring. Fully insured in New York and New Jersey and will produce your concrete with the perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance for your project. Take it from Joe P. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service second to none. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is a DeFazio company. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time now. Well, Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. This first cohort began with 20 students, and 18 successfully completed the program. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's an incredible experience. For additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, email info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. All right, this is Arthur Idala. I have a very special guest right here in my office, which is very exciting. Um, 
you know, we're about the same age, but she achieved so much more <laughs> than I did at a very young age. So I remember it was like, and I, her name was Christine Latigano at the time. And she was literally, literally, I'm not, and everyone who was around then would know, one of the most powerful people in the city of New York, uh, especially in the first term of the Giuliani administration. Like everyone knew, like, don't mess with Christine Latigano. I'm going to mess you up. Um, now she's Christine Nicholas. I want my kids to hear this. Well, you, because you were they, tough. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Now I'm like a mom, right? Well, and now I'm Rebecca's mom, Sammy and Lucas. I mean, like, it doesn't matter I'm, yeah, you you were a that's thing that's my job that's a, yeah. you were a thing yeah. you, know, you know you were a thing and 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 I, and I don't mean in a bad way it was like if you wanted to get something done yeah. look uh, we didn't D have time to mess around well doug lavien my my dear friend igg's father he told me years ago before he passed it's not important to know the guy it's important to know the guy's guy and christina latigato she was the guy's guy right. i mean you know mayor giuliani was running around doing a lot of things if you needed to get some attention and get something accomplished you went to christine um now she is representing the broadway association and we're talking about congestion pricing here yeah. in the city of new york because it's a big deal it's a it literally could be life-altering for folks who typically drive in and now they're going to take the train in or you know whether it's metro north or new jersey transit or the subway so christine educate us a little bit well, and, and arthur that's if you can take a train and you've got a lot of commuters that are in transit deserts. People in Rockland, Orange. Tom Harris. Okay, Tom Times Harris, Square right? <laughs> so, look, congestion pricing is going to happen. Nothing is going to halt this right now. But what I want to be able to convey to the MTA is with the technology that they have at hand, which is very powerful, they can change things quickly. If it doesn't work, they can change it on a dime. It's like getting an iPad out and being able to say, okay, $15 is not the right number. It's not the, maybe it should be, Maybe it should be $4, all right? Because now when we looked at congestion pricing, and I'm not opposed to congestion pricing the concept, I get that the MTA needs more money. I get that less cars is probably a good thing for New York City. I also understand that driving in Manhattan is a privilege, okay? Maybe, you know, you shouldn't just be able to do joy rides in Manhattan the way we did as kids when my father would pile everybody up in the car and we drive around Manhattan and look at the... Look at the skyscrapers and the tree and everything else. The it was horse fun. and buggies. Don't forget the okay. horse no, and buggies. No, not the horse and buggies. Come on. He used to no, no, no. I used to love to lose. I, know, I, not, I don't oh, mean you that. were traveling in the horse and buggies. I used to, I used to back in the, the day, horse, the, horse and buggies used to be, go right up and down Fifth Avenue. Right. It was so cool. <laughs> but so the point I'm trying to make is that uh, you should be able to use the technology and don't be afraid if you make a mistake that you can change it. And here's where I think the MTA made a mistake. They want to raise a billion dollars. They're mandated to raise a billion dollars a year through congestion pricing. They're leaving money on the table. Okay? What they should have done is looked at all of the crossings into Manhattan, understanding that driving in Manhattan is a privilege, and they should have told every free bridge, okay, I know my friends in Valone land are probably having, you know, like freaking out right now, but hear me out. Told them the same price as a Metro card. Nobody would feel the pain. You'd raise much more money than one billion a so year. So you're talking about um, the 59th Street Bridge, 59th Street Bridge, the Third that, Avenue is that the Bridge, Bridge, the, BM the Bridge, whatever, there? the BMW, which is the Brooklyn Williamsburg, Manha Brooklyn Manhattan Williamsburg. That's why I always remembered it. You know, the BMW. Very good. I like okay? it. Okay, toll all those bridges, right? If you really want to care about congestion, because what's going to happen with the way they've they've set it up now is they've created one neighborhood 
which is now going to be targeted, right, as the congestion area below 60th Street. How many times have you driven on Madison Avenue going north and you're sitting in a standstill because there's one lane on Madison Avenue now between the bus lane and the bike lane and the parking and the double parking. You know, they're not going to be they're not going to be addressing congestion. And that's what's driving me crazy about this and everybody else, because they think that this is so popular. Go to any dinner party. All right. In the boroughs, oh my goodness, I can give them maps on how to get there, okay, if they don't want to take a subway. You can get to any... You know I live in Brooklyn. Right? Yeah, okay, I'm from Brooklyn. Bay Ridge. Ocean Parkway. All right. Okay, okay very nice. Go ahead. All right, so... Um, well, Christine, let me ask you this question. <laughs> is the number too low, 15? I think 15 is too high, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'm Look, my background after City Hall, I was the CEO of NYC & Company, which is the city's tourism marketing agency. When you look at... The tourism economy, which is one of the strongest in New York City, other than healthcare and Wall Street, um, it pumps in more money than anything else, really. But how do we make the tourism economy strong? We have to have people that service the tourism economy. So how do you make New York a thriving nightlife again? Everybody wants, you know, the mayor wants a thriving nightlife. All right, well, guess what? Somebody who works in a bar, in a hotel, you know, in a nightclub, and they get out at 3 in the morning. Do you really think they're going to find a Metro North? They're not. It stops. They're not going to get on a Long Island Railroad. They're going to take the car that they drove in at 6 p.m. to get on their shift and drive it home. And when I mentioned this to Jana Lieber, he said, oh, well. Just tell folks it, who that is. Oh, the MTA chair, who I respect. He says, oh, but it's. It's it's only three seventy five after you know twelve midnight or whatever. I said no, Jano. It's free when you leave. Okay, when you go north, it's free. Or or when you get out of the city. The problem is when these people come in at six o'clock, they're getting zonked with fifteen dollars. Now that's after they just crossed a toll. Right. So well, guess how you, much that costs. No, no. I, and I, annually, and I, it's five thousand dollars more a year, Arthur. How many people in the hospitality industry that make about Anywhere between fifty and eighty thousand dollars a year, if they've got good paying jobs, can afford five thousand dollars a year so just to cross things, the bridge. Let's things let let's make things more complicated. We're talking to Christine Nicholas. She's the chairperson <laughs> of broad, broad, the Broadway Association. Yeah, like who then is going to be exempt from these? That's and why who's not. And like in other words, I heard a rumor that if you have a one of those disability yeah. things that you don't you're exempt from congestion pricing. Right. Um, like, so my in-laws, they live on 48th Street and 1st Avenue. Mm -hmm. So what happens if my brother-in-law takes his car out to go three blocks because he's got to pick up something that's heavy? Is he going to get hit for $15? $15. Because he, he, Once left a his, day. Yeah. he left his driveway. Right. So this is why the exemptions are mucking everything up. Forget the exemptions. Everybody should be able to pay four bucks like you do on a subway, Right. And you pay it when you're coming over whatever bridge you're coming over because there's a thing called toll shopping. All right. And New Yorkers are really savvy. So if they want to get around congestion pricing or they know that they're going to have to get hit with a $15 fee, they're not going to pay another 11 or $12 if they the, go over the, the Triborough right. or they go over where. So they're going to take the 59th Street Bridge. They're going to take the, the Third Avenue. Or the BMW, or the BMW bridge. bridges, right? They know their way around. So what is that going to do? It's going to create. Congestion. Traffic, congestion. Congestion. But it's going to create it in the boroughs, like in the Bronx and in Queens. And by the way, these are high asthma rates to begin with. So who are you going to be impacting? The kids. Okay? Our future. It's all about the children. It's all about the children. So I'm hoping that my point 
on Friday is, you know, proceed with caution. You can change this. You have the technology to change it. And you really should have looked at all of the crossings and made it fair and equitable. People would not have felt the pain that they're going to feel now. And you're not targeting one neighborhood. Look, Midtown is not back to normal. We're lucky if we have people working three days a week. Right. You see, the restaurants are still closed, a lot of them. So let's try to build our economy. Let's try to make give the the economy the tools it needs in order to flourish. Encourage people to come to work. Right. Look, I, I, I hear you. And but let me let's let me just enter the realm of reality. <laughs> is it in the realm? Of, and, and I know you started off this segment saying how easy it is to change the, the, mm-hmm. the programming here. Is it in the realm of reality at this point? late date quote unquote they would change and say okay you know what we we like christine nicholas's idea and we're just going to do four dollars and you drive into the city no it's it's not a crazy idea right well look i'm just gonna you know i'm gonna get the point out on behalf of the membership of the broadway association which by the way is not just theaters it's all of the businesses that make up the the theatrical broadway area right so it goes really from below madison square garden up to columbus circle and they're very upset about this they feel like they haven't been heard and i also feel like i need to speak on behalf of the hospitality workers there are three hundred thousand of them and they're not all taking mass transit because they can't if you want that industry to survive and thrive you're going to have to give them the option to be able to take their cars so they can get home at two in the morning three in the morning so it's you know, it is complicated, but with the technology that they have, it shouldn't be complicated. I, they probably just, they're, they're stuck in their ways and they're not going to want to, you know, admit that they made a mistake. But they're leaving money on the table as well. I think this way is a much better way. If, if Jano, if you want to make more money, you know what? Why should you be able to drive over the Brooklyn Bridge for free? Why should you? You know? Well, I mean... The, the counter argument is the, the the person who is barely getting by and working until three in the morning and doesn't want to go so they onto can the subway. Afford four dollars, though. Okay, well, they can afford I mean, four. dollars. You and I can afford four dollars. I mean, I don't know. I I still like to think there should be one freeway for people to come in and out. And of the then, street. and you know what? They'll jam it all up. Well, people, I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay, look, I'm going to run out of right. time. I want to okay. talk about Broadway in uh, general. All right. You all right with that? Can we talk I'm, about I'm good. General? Yeah, we love right. it. I mean, you're the Tis president. The season. Tis the season Christine of opening. Nicholas, she is exciting. the president yeah. of the Broadway Association or the chairperson. Yeah. What's your exact title? Is it chairman. Okay. Pres- I don't know, chairman. Can I go with chair- <laughs> yeah. chairwoman? Or that's implied. I don't really care. Okay, it's thank you very much. How about chair? You're the chair. Okay. <laughs> um, tell me, what's going on with Broadway? Uh, well, I mean, it is a season of openings, but with the Broadway Association, you know, with March coming up, a lot of people know March is Women's History Month. We also in the Broadway world know that it is theater education month so this is the time when all of the theaters you know come together they could be competitive they could you know all these different organizations whether it's inside broadway or it's bridges to broadway there are so many amazing beautiful programs that aim to try to get kids into a broadway show that may not have the means so this is a time where we raise a lot of money we also exchange ideas and the bottom line is let's get these kids to know and love broadway not only just to see a show but to get a better understanding of the jobs that are on Broadway, whether it's carpentry, right? Whether it's sound, oh, technology, like all, kinds of jobs, all right? sorts of jobs, and they're good paying union jobs. And, you know, that is what Inside Broadway does. It really teaches the kids what's available and to look at Broadway as a, as a, opportunity so in the future today, yeah. today I was in court. And my buddy Mario Romano said to me, he goes, I can't believe we're living in a New York 
where right now there's no Phantom of the Opera and there's no Les Miserables. Uh, you got Hamilton. I was like, you got Aladdin. You yeah. got Lion King. You got a lot of great shows that well, have Lion been King's there for the a long time. Well, Lion King's been there the longest of those. Yeah, and then Aladdin three. came in shortly thereafter. And, you know, Cabaret is coming back. You've got Chicago. I think Chicago is actually the oldest one on Broadway now, if, technically. Is it? Yeah. Okay. If we don't let Joan say something, I'm, I'm going to chomp at the bit if I don't say something. So we're official members. Yes, uh, both right. us as Idola Bertuna and Cammons Thank and you. my theater, AMT Theater. And we will be attending this next event, which is phenomenal. You have amazing people speaking at the next Broadway Association. That's yeah. next Thursday. Right, it's always at Sardis. It's always at Sardis. <laughs> theater Famous in our Sardis. schools with Deeksha Gower. Am I saying right, her name yeah. right? Executive Director of TDF. How many times have you gone to TKTS, right? Right. Samara Berger, Director of Impact for Situation Project. Right. One and of the best Tia advertising Harris, yep. the VP of Education and Community Engagement of the New York City Center. Right. And you have a Roger Reese and Jimmy Award winner. What is a Jimmy Award winner uh, and a Roger Reese? The Jimmy Reese Awards um, is the awards for that was named after Jimmy Needlander Sr. And it's a competition nationally for, uh, senior, for uh, high school seniors, right? So it is really sort of this this amazing, beautiful competition. They come from all over the country to compete. And this young woman that is going to be performing at the Broadway Association. Lauren Marchand. Was, yeah, Laura Marchand. Uh, She's from Long Island. That's next week. Right. And I'm doing two things with Christine in one night. March 7th, 92nd Street Y uh, website. It's Dr. Clarence Jones, Martin Luther King's speechwriter, Bob Kraft, is also yes. a speaker, and Gail King is going to bring them together to talk about uh, the historic roots of black and Jewish solidarity. Talk about anti-Semitism. Bob Kraft put Clarence Jones in the Super Bowl ad. So it is a, an amazing, going to be an amazing night, March 7th at the 92nd Street Y. There you go. And March 7th at uh, the, the theater on 44th Street. Sorry. I am, I am taking um, nine of the lawyers here to go see a beautiful noise. Oh, Aww. nice. Very nice. That was my Christmas present Mom. to my staff. All right, Alex. Take it away, my man. And folks, we'll be right back on the Author Idola Power Hour. Planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Need a will, trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, living will, estate plan? The goal of Connors & Sullivan's attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you, like me, plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. Visit them for a no-obligation, free consultation. The biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. Or visit, please, ConnorsAndSullivan.com. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here for Bay Ridge Honda, run by my family friend, Rob Sabah. The Sabah family owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serves all five boroughs. I've gotten cars there, my friends have gotten cars there, my whole family has gotten cars there because everyone goes to Bay Ridge Honda because the Sabah family and their team are the best and most trusted in the business. This month, they have special deals. President's Day weekend, they're offering $1 down deals. Drive a brand new Honda home for just $1 down or a $1 oil change. The 
choice is yours. The brand new Hondas, like the all new Honda Civic, Honda HRV, the Honda CRV, the Honda Accord, and the Passport. They have them all ready for you to drive home today. Low finance rates are available with no payments until spring of 2024. 90 days with no payments. Bay Ridge Honda has the best prices around, top dollar for your trade-in, serving the five boroughs of New York. New vehicles come with their Bay Ridge Plus package for all your service needs. So visit Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Well, we're playing a little birthday song here in the Idola Power Hour on a Wednesday night. I'll go. I'll be telling you where I'm going in a second, but um, that's for uh, Ingrid, Ingrid Lewis Martin. She is the chief advisor or the senior advisor. I think the chief advisor to the uh, mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, who Christine, I want, still want to call her Christine Latigano, uh, Christine Nicholas um, says she's a fan of. Um, I am going to leave now, and I'm going to the. Brooklyn Bar Association, 123 Remsen Street, where I was the president um, in, boy, I should know this, right? I proposed to Marianne in 2015 when I was sworn in. So from 2015 to 2016. Um, and um, tonight is a very special night. It's for the past presidents of the Brooklyn Bar Association are joining with the judges of the appellate division, which is the intermediary judiciary uh, appellate court uh, here in um, the second department, which is Brooklyn, Queens, and all of Long Island. I'm sorry. Yeah, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all of Long Island. Um, and... Uh, Last night, I enjoyed my appearance with Chris Cuomo, I must say. He treated me very well. And what's getting picked up in the newspapers from that appearance is that uh, he asked me, does Ghislaine Maxwell have uh, a take on whether Jeffrey Epstein took his own life? I said, yes, he does. And yes, she does. And he said, what is it? I said, I'm not telling you. And he said, why? I said, well, I said, I don't want to. And he said, why not? I said, I don't want it to be a distraction because I really want everyone to focus on her appeal. And he's like, well, it's a distraction by you not telling us what her take is. I said, it would be more of a distraction if I told you what she told me. Um, by the way, just so everyone is clear, I, when I spoke to Ghislaine in person and then I spoke to her on the phone yesterday, you know, we made it very clear that she was giving me clearance to tell these things and like, you know, and releasing me from the attorney client privilege. She wanted me to say certain things, um, which I did. Um, but I will tell you, um, having worked at Fox News for a dozen years, um, I, I enjoy the News Nation stuff. Um, the people there are very professional. I, w- I will say, if you turn it on, News Nation, not Newsmax, News Nation, there are a lot of Fox alum there. And that's because um, there are some high-powered people on News Nation who are Fox alum, the executives. And they're pulling in people from the Fox Alumni Association. So it's cool because I go in there and I see uh, I see some familiar faces. Um, amongst them is Laura Engel, who who is great. Um, their political correspondent is great, um, and 
and uh, Leland Vetter. Thank you very much, Alex. Um, so it, it's in, and by the way, you talk about convenience. I'm on 45th and 5th. Their studio is on 42nd, and I guess it's the 2nd and 3rd. And the Daily News building and Superman, you see that big, that building, that lobby where they work, the Daily Planet, where he has the, the spinning globe right down there. It's very, very cool. So, um, I, uh, started the day today in Brooklyn Supreme Court and uh, there on an attempted murder case and we we did well because we didn't lose and the judge gave us an extra um an extra opportunity to argue for um the issue we're trying to fight for which is to get bail for a particular individual uh, I thought he was going to shut us down. It seemed that way. And he's like, no, Mr. Idol, I'm going to give you another opportunity. He goes, put something in writing and get it to me. Lino Damasi was there helping me, my uh, right-hand man now in the world of criminal law. And, um, you know, it's just great being back in court and seeing so many people who I know. And, and you know, Brooklyn is my hometown. So I know the sergeant. I know the court officers. I know the clerk. I know the court reporters. Yes, the Plaza College court reporters. Um, so I started the day there, and now I'm going right back to Brooklyn, a couple blocks away, to um, the Brooklyn Bar Association. I'm excited to see a lot of old friends, and um, then I'll scoot out of there a little early. It ends around eight, but I'm going to scoot out of there around seven thirty, and uh, I'm going to grab Luca, and we'll go grab a bite to eat. Even though I'm probably going to some rubber chicken dinner thing now, um, and um, oh, and then Luca had some kind of flooded school today, like some pipe burst and and i had to go send an uber for him and take him home and i think he's going to be doing school remotely tomorrow so there's always something but you know what it's exciting and um i'm loving life um this is a great period in my life right now i'm having a blast um so I hope you you sense that over the radio. I had fun on the radio Episcopal this morning, and Jerry Crowley and Alex Garrett, and I get to see Joan every day. Which anyone who knows Joan knows what a treat that is. So we will be back uh, tomorrow, Thursday. Hopefully, we're going to have Chief Kemper on from the Transit Bureau of the NY. He's the head chief of the Transit Bureau, the NYPD. Friday, we'll have Ingrid Lewis Martin on, and hopefully the Fire Commissioner. So stay tuned to the Dollar Power Hour for the rest of the week. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. The preceding program was pre recorded. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback Ready Mix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island, providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey. The Diamondback Ready Mix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring, fully insured in New York and New Jersey, and will produce your concrete with the perfect blend of durability, strength, and appearance for your project. Take it from Arthur Idala. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service second to none. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649. Or go online to Diamondback Ready Mix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback Ready Mix is a DeFazio Industries company. Yeah. <laughs>
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.